Hello, dear listener. I am That Guy Jam, bringing you Japan number one podcast, hoping to bring you value, inspiration, and for sure, positive vibes. What Gaijin means? Gaijin means foreigner. Even though some people might find the word as offensive or think it is offensive to call that to a foreigner, I happen to like the word, I think it's cool. And anyways, you're gonna be that Gaijin when you come to Japan. So I wanna be your delegate, your guide, your friend here in Japan that can help you. Realize your dream of moving to Japan, or maybe just give you a couple tips for your travel here. But you remember, you got me here. So, anything you want to know about Japan, comment, send me a message, tag me, look me up on Instagram at that guy Jan. All right, so I'll try to make the story as short as possible. In 2007, I was in Venice, Italy. I was managing a hostel, and there I met this very cute Japanese girl named Eiko. She became my girlfriend, and after a, a year of living together, her grandfather died. She had to come back to Japan, and she couldn't go back to Italy, so she said, let's go to Japan together. I said not at first because... Um, well, I didn't speak Japanese, you know, and that was the scariest thing. And she ended up convincing me. She said I could teach English or work at a restaurant because I'm a chef. So I gave it a try. Um, I booked the ticket at last minute, like just three hours before her flight, and we flew together to Tokyo, Japan, which, oh boy, it was a true experience to be there the first day. I remember the first train, uh, the first local train, actually, because when you get to the airport, uh, Narita was the only airport at that time. Now there's two, Narita or Haneda. But anyways, when you get to the airport, there's still a lot of foreigners arriving and leaving. And so you don't feel so out of place. But the first local train, that was really trippy. It was like 4.30 p.m., and it was full of high school students going home, um, back from school. And, well, I really felt out of place, like being the only foreigner in the whole um, compartment. And, well, I even felt that people was looking at me. Obviously, everything was just inside my head. Um, then getting to a big station like Ikebukuro, Shinjuku, or Shibuya. It was very, very shocking seeing so much people walking uh, in every single direction. In so many ways, you can go very easy to get <laughs> to get lost. Uh, yeah, I remember it was pretty difficult the first days to uh, take trains and everything. But yeah, like it was a really, really good experience. Shocking as you're going to feel the first time you come here, I'm pretty sure. Unless uh, you're coming from New York. <laughs> Let me know if there's anything concerning moving to Japan or any information that you want to get 
to make your travel in Japan more comfortable, just hit me up and I'll be your man. The first night I spent it at Eiko's grandmother's house and I remember the first Japanese breakfast I had. It was it was confusing to say the least. We woke up around 10 a.m. and then grandmother served us the food, which was some kind of pan cooked salmon, very very well cooked, some salad, small salad, like a very 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 small bowl of salad. A small bowl of rice, some natto, which is fermented soybeans, and it's pretty smelly thing. Most foreigners don't like it. Uh, every Japanese is gonna ask you, "Do you like natto? Can you eat natto?" No matter how long you've been there, if that subject comes, they're gonna ask you, "Can you eat natto?" Anyways, uh, yeah, obviously I couldn't eat natto the first morning in Japan. And what I mean by confusing is that, well, that looked like a lunch to me. I'm not used to seeing rice and like a well-cooked salmon salad and these kind of things for breakfast. Uh, for me, breakfast is more like just coffee. Or maybe coffee in a sandwich or a croissant, a cookie, some cereal. So, yeah, it was interesting. Then at all, I couldn't have it in case you wanted to know. I definitely couldn't finish it. After that, we moved in with one of Eiko's friends that she had met uh, while working for Disney in Orlando where she was before coming to Italy when she met me. Just to make the story more understandable. I know that's not so important, but anyways. Uh, well, they were pretty close. Uh, this girl, Yukari and Eiko. And um, we were renting a room from her. And this was in the outskirts of Tokyo in a little town called uh, Hota which is almost in Saitama. It's, you know, like pretty countryside type of place. Um, and Eiko found a job. I didn't have a visa yet to work. And then Eiko was not really able to find a very good job as she used to have before moving out of Japan. Then, but that was stressing her for sure. And every night she would come back. Um, I would go to the station to pick her up and come home, cook for her. And then she would spend the rest of the night um, talking to her friend Yukari in the living room in Japanese while I couldn't speak Japanese. Oh, this was <laughs> not a very good situation, especially when my family told me, don't move to Japan for a girl. Don't do it. <laughs> Are you sure that this is the right decision? 
and well at the moment it didn't seem like I had taken the best decision but now that I have grown up and I know that nothing comes to your life if it's not for a good reason everything comes only for good reasons no matter how bad the situation looks like and this definitely turned to be that way because I ended up being in Japan for 11 years so far and definitely not gonna move out of Japan for no reason I really love this place well the first three months uh, were like that meaning like the relationship was going cold she was stressed because of her job situation and she was not paying the attention that I was needing at the same time being in a country where I didn't know the language I didn't know anybody and all I had was my girlfriend so uh, well then started to get started to get cold and after three months we moved into uh, to a room actually in Koenji which is in a nicer area in uh, Suginamiku trying to make things better and everything but unfortunately um, things didn't improve at all you might be saying hey that guy Jan how come you didn't know her personality firsthand well let me tell you something she was completely a sweetheart we were together in Italy she was always attentive helpful she was always sweet to me as I already said things were not improving so around the fourth month mark I met this other woman uh, very beautiful woman older than me but with very very good style and incredible intelligence and I met her through Spanish lessons as I was working as a Spanish Italian and English private teacher and I told her my situation with my girlfriend Eiko and she being a more mature woman she was really of support she really understood my situation and gave me the support that I needed at that time and um, well some story with her started but I'll leave that for next episode episode number two so please stay tuned and for now let me finish this episode number one with a more general information because what I just gave you is my particular case which might not apply to you but I really hope you can get some something of value some information that you could apply to yourself just in a more general way remember that we can do everything that we think we can do so if you want to move to Japan or whatever other thing you want to do you have to decide you want to do it and you have to think you can do it just believe you can do it have faith in you have faith in that to happen and you will definitely see it manifest in your experience there are many ways that you could go to Japan um, through my 11 years being there 
I've met a lot of foreigners and I find that most of them have come to Japan with a girlfriend they met somewhere while she was studying or working abroad or with a job offering most likely for ALT, assistant, language teacher, or maybe a tech job or something like that. Another option you have is come as a tourist, find a Japanese girlfriend or boyfriend that likely would ask you to stay. And that's another option you have. In any ways, remember that you can do whatever you think you can. As I already said, but I'm just trying to make you remember. Always keep it present. Now, if you're not really good at making friends and networking, also know that I can help you with that. I can be your life coach at that guy gym. Hit me up.